Ho, ho, ho! Welcome to Crossing the Streams with Greg and Jason. I'm your co-host, Jason Rudlitz, and this is Greg Godsey to the right of me here. And welcome to our Christmas special. Ho, ho, ho! You've all been quite good this year, so we thought we'd give you a treat on one of our favorite holiday movies. What is that, Greg? Jingle all the way. That's right, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, 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 what a good one. There's so many of Santa's in that one. Remember that scene? What's Santa? The black market Santa. Black market Santa. Was that, a, was that Sean Connery as Santa Claus? No. <laughs> no, that's not Sean Connery as Santa. Santa Claus, but I'm going to leave right now. I'd go up to my sleigh and make all the toys for good little girls and boys. Uh, here's Jason to the left of me. Uh, hi, Jason. Oh, hey, Santa. Oh, well, here's, here's your seat, Jason. Oh, thank you, Santa. I appreciate it. Sit. Jason was late. He was in the bathroom. I was making poops. <laughs> I was doing the poop thing. I was making a lot of poops. <laughs> but guess what? They were Christmas poops. So I enjoyed them. Ornaments. <laughs> they were called, yeah, little poop ornaments. Thanks, Santa. Oh, he's, I, getting kidnapped. He, he's getting kidnapped. He's getting kidnapped. Someone put a burlap sack Kid on naping. him. Kidnapping. All right. Wow. <laughs> Christmas special. We made it. How you doing, Greg? You doing good? Feeling oh, I'm loose? doing well, thank you. Feeling loose and good? How about you? After I pooped, I felt feel pretty, <laughs> feel pretty relaxed. All right. So yeah, jingle all the way. Jingle all the way. It's To me, I think it's like the borderline between between like a cult classic and then also like a guilty pleasure. I think it's re- uh, surpassed cult classic status. They made a sequel. They did with the uh, Larry the fucking cable guy. <laughs> that I got so pissed when I heard that. I was just almost as mad as when I found out Christmas Story Two got a sequel, which is oh, technically right. an official sequel. That's right. That's I like, remember fucking that. pissed me off. God damn it! So angry. I'm this really, is a Christmas special, and you're so angry. I'm sorry. I really hate that they make sequels to these movies because they don't need to. They're <laughs> fine the way they are. They are. But you always have the original. That's the important thing. Yeah, but then they taint it because then technically you can't say it's the one and the only. <laughs> so for those, <sighs> if you haven't seen this movie, this is not – turn this off right now and watch it. Spoilers. <laughs> I mean it doesn't – like the premise is – it's doesn't it doesn't get much better it, than that. <laughs> it's textbook. Like, well, I mean like you know it's going to happen, so it's not really – Yeah, really and every parent can relate to it. The whole – the premise is Arnold Schwarzenegger plays a father – who has to get a, a really popular toy for his kid the night before Christmas? Turbo Man. <laughs> Turbo Man. That's right. He's essentially like he's. I think he's a cross between Power Rangers and the Flash. Flat, Flash Gordon. Yeah. Oh, he looks like the Flash. Yeah, he looks like the Flash. Yeah, he's like a space. He's like a space guy. Yeah. Because yeah. I know, like Power Ranger toys were, like that. that All was, like, the rage crazy, at the yeah. time. It was really cheap looking toy, might I add. It looked really <laughs> shitty. <laughs> oh, so yeah, the premise, yeah, the kid, the kid wants it. He thought he's played his, by Jake Lloyd. Played by Jake Lloyd, yes. And he thought the mom was getting it, mm-hmm. and she was saying, "Oh, I hope you got the toy in time." And he's like, "Oh shit, I did not get <laughs> did, the toy." The, what they call it, the doll. The doll. <laughs> I did not get the doll for my boy, <laughs> the Turbo Man. No one gives a fuck about you, Booster. <laughs> All right, so that he goes on a whirlwind adventure. And Along the way, he meets Myron the Mailman, who's played by Sinbad. Yeah. Oh, but before that, though, he um, he's he's kind of jealous because his next door neighbor, played by Phil Hartman, yeah. is like the best guy around. And yeah, he's like he's like your neighbor, the neighbor that like you 
their dream neighbor basically. You hate to love. He makes yeah. He bakes perfect cookies, you know, he makes he uh puts, puts the light show he puts on. lights on for everybody. He gets in, he you know, puts carolers together. He's a better father than Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. ever could be. And they allude to them him maybe having an affair because Phil Hartman wants Arnold Schwarzenegger's wife. Yeah, played by Bad. Rita Wilson. Liz who's Rita Wilson. Yes. And, uh, yeah, Phil Hartman, you know, he's that perfect father. Oh, I got a turbo man for Johnny months ago. It's nestled safely under our tree. And at one point he tries to steal that turbo man. Yeah, yeah, Arnold goes in. That's when he's, like, really low. Like, yeah, he's... he just wants to go in and steal the toy. It it really is kind of, like, how sad, the, how relatable it is. Yeah. It's sad. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of cases where theft did go in the process to get some kids christmas present yeah dude the, arnold just wants to make his kid happy the terrible man <laughs> so he goes to the mall and yeah they they ran all out it's like the essentially Every store when, is out like the tickle me elmo like that was a big thing when tickle me elmo came out you couldn't find tickle me elmo wherever he went mm-hmm. and um oh but all they had left was which i actually relate to because I, I like collecting like weird stuff like this they had the booster which is like his sidekick and they had a ton of boosters mm-hmm. and no turbo men and then there's at one point he gets it from an old lady, remember? Mm-hmm. The old lady with the fur coat? Yeah. And it turned out she had a booster. <laughs> booster sucks, everyone. Yeah, that's the, the running gag through the whole movie is anytime someone mentions booster, the, the crowd's just like, boo, we don't want them. No one we wants don't want booster. no booster. It looked like it looked like Tokar from our last episode. Yes. Looked like Tokar from Ninja Turtles. He looked like, um, yeah, and, and John Goodman's character in, in uh, Monsters, Inc., Sully. Yeah, yeah. yeah, look, I mean, Tokar, Sully, and Beastman from He-Man. Yeah. That's probably the best. And, probably, Chew- and Chewbacca. Yeah. <laughs> Very yeah. furry. It was just like this big furry doll or mm-hmm. action figure, as I like to call them. <laughs> I don't know about you. Arnold, I call them action figures. Arnold calls it a doll because Because it's, it's a just, doll because <laughs> we turn the mush into muscle. You're, you're a choir boy. <laughs> I love Arnold. Yeah. It's such a weird role for him to play. It, it was, yeah. What, what, like what, is, it, what is he from? Like, where is, where is he from? Arnold? Austrian. Austrian. Yeah, he's Austrian. Yeah, this Austrian guy, big Austrian guy, has, like, a suburban home with his, his wife and the kid. And it, just, it seems so out of place. Like He's, like, a, a the manager of, like, a whole mattress company. Yeah, like yeah. A successful mattress company. It's such a quirky movie. And you were saying mentioning Sinbad. Yeah, Sinbad yeah, plays Sinbad the mailman. Sinbad plays like basically the equivalent of John Candy in Planes, Trains. Yes, it's yeah, like the good. reluctant friend who tags along. Turns out to be the villain, though. Yeah, yeah. At the end, and uh, spoilers. Sinbad, <laughs> he he missed auditions for them. He wanted to play to audition, but he missed it because he was in Bosnia on a USO tour with Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. and Cher- Cheryl Crow. I almost couldn't say that. <laughs> That's such a so it's a random like, yeah. celebrity group. Yeah. And how, did he get it because... Yeah, they, they were like, oh, that's fine. You know, like, it's Sinbad. They were lenient, lenient with him. Yeah, absolutely. And, oh, they originally, instead of Sinbad, they actually... The guy who produced it, Chris Columbus, who does... He, you know, he directed Home Alone. First Alones. Harry Potter. Yeah, first, two Harry, first two Harry Potters. And he did uh, Twilight, New Moon. Did he? Oh, wow, I didn't know that. I think so. Oh, uh, I don't know. Fact check me on that one. <laughs> Um, so Chris Columbus, he originally wanted Joe Pesci to play the character of the mailman. Joe Pesci? Yeah, Joe Pesci. But uh, you know, he's when you match him up, pair him up with Arnold, he's too short. That and Joe Pesci's—he's uh, too much at times. 
Yeah, I mean, he Sinbad. Was Sinbad was a perfect. I think it was perfect for yeah. the role. Yeah, they were. They did. They played it. They played off. Joe each Pesci. Other I think well. Joe Pesci would ham it up too much. <laughs> and um, so yeah, I <laughs> I got to meet Sinbad. Like, yeah, 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 you told me. Yeah, yeah so um, just via through Twitter, like. I saw that he was on it. I followed him, and then I just started like tweeting him quotes from like "We don't want no booster." I did that in all caps with like a million exclamation points. He replied like, "Oh yeah, haha," and I was like, "Oh wow, thanks for responding. I loved you in Good Burger." And he he replied back, "Man, let Good Burger go." He was in Good Burger. Yeah, who he was played he in Keenan's Burger? teacher? Was he He's obsessed with Shaft? He has an afro. The burger, then the giant burger fell in his car. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And. Uh, so I just kept tweeting back and forth with Sinbad. He kept answering. And then one time he was like, hey, folks, I'll be in Morristown, New Jersey. And I was like, what? Morristown? Like, that's because that was it's like. so close. Yeah. This was 2009, actually. So I lived in Long Valley. So that was like a half hour from where I lived. Yeah. So I told him, like, hey, I live right near there. And I would love to see you. And he was like, hey, hit me up. Hit me up closer to the show. And I'll give you two tickets. So he got me two tickets. And, you know, I went to the box office. He, the tickets were there. And, you know, it was in, like, a sleeve, and it was, like, Greg Gonski, and then, like, backstage wow. passes also. Holy crap. Yeah. So, so what did you talk to Sinbad about? Um, well, it was just, like, a brief meet and greet, but it, so, like, my friend and I, we were in, we were in, like, the backstage lounge, just hanging out there with some other people, and Sinbad walks in, like, you know, wiping his face off with a towel, because he was sweating the whole show, and he was, like, he saw me, and he was, like, I was, like, hey, you know, I'm the guy from Twitter, and he's, like, oh, my man. <laughs> he's like what's up with you man <laughs> wow. and yeah he was he was really Sin- cool he's such a nice he seems like he seems like he's such a nice guy yeah oh he absolutely was yeah have you ever contacted him afterward um yeah yeah i kept in touch with him because then later on he was on Cele- celebrity apprentice that's right yeah <laughs> he got knocked off the first or the second or third episode yeah he didn't last yeah long. he didn't last <laughs> trump didn't didn't like sinbad no but wow is sinbad what is he doing nowadays he had a reality show on when uh maybe 2010 or 11 but um yeah he, i mean was it like his life like just a, just yeah day in the life you know does he have kids uh, yeah he does yeah wow sinbad all grown up yeah <laughs> he was on that show different world different what's different world different world it was different world it was a spinoff of the Cosby Show. Yeah. The character, oh, the girl yes, Denise the daughter. goes to college. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah she yeah. goes to college. Lisa Bonet's character goes to college, and um, Sinbad is like the gym teacher there, kind of like the cool, hip teacher. Wow, I never watched Different World. I knew about it. Never oh, okay. watched it. Yeah, it was it was alright. It used to follow Saved by the Bell on TBS. In the yeah, I'm Saved by the Bell. That's a back to Jingle. Yeah, back to Jingle on the way. Um, so yeah, this was pre episode one, so Jake Lloyd was in it. This jingle all the way was ninety six. Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> and they weren't filming <laughs> they didn't film episode one till ninety seven, so this was this movie released a year before episode Phantom. one started filming, yeah. Phantom Menace. Phantom, Phantom came out in ninety nine. Yep. Ninety nine yeah, ninety nine. And, uh, yeah, so this was the kid who played Anakin Skywalker got to play Arnold Schwarzenegger's son. A long time ago, I read that, um, the first time Jake Lloyd met Arnold, he was, like, terrified of Arnold. Because, like, Arnold scary was a guy. Yeah, huge guy. The, you know, Jake was really small. And Arnold was like, The child. The child you looks look, just you like, look me. like me. <laughs> He's not my son. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you read it. Recently, like within the last year, Jake Lloyd got arrested. No. Yeah. 
for I guess like he did turn to the dark weed side. on him and stuff. Yeah. He turned to the dark side. Don't don't I smoke weed. He was one who was like negatively affected by episode one. <laughs> yeah, his career completely shit. Yeah, like fans hate him. Yeah, because Ian McGregor got a career out of it. Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman, Qui Gon. I mean, uh, uh, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. His career was revitalized. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he did Schindler's List, mm-hmm. and then he was kind of lull. He was in the movie Dark Man. Which Dark is, Man, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was pretty. Sam Raimi. Yeah, yeah, that was a Sam Raimi. That's right. Yep. And uh, so yeah, yeah, Jake Lloyd. People hate him. Him and Jar Jar, like the things people hate most about Phantom Menace. Shit, yeah. There's yeah, a video Jake on YouTube of Jake Lloyd getting interviewed by a kid at a Comic Con, uh-huh. and uh, this is like it's a terrible journalist. I almost feel bad for Jake because uh, the interviewer is just trying to egg on, like you know, like. Star Wars hate, yeah. yeah, Star Wars hatred towards Jake and Jake. (laughs) You could tell he's reacting, like really getting mad at the kid and everything. He's probably pretty unfair. It's like his whole life. His whole life, most of his life is post Star Wars one, right? Because what was he like, ten, eight? Yeah, absolutely. So, oh, maybe younger. Um, So, like, he lived his whole life because of uh, that's (laughs) that's like truly depressing. I'm sure Lucas was like, this kid will be a big star after this. But, this kid's going to be a You know, star. at least Hayden had some work after Star Wars, but Jake Lloyd didn't. Well, yeah, yeah, Hayden, no, don't, I don't like Hayden Christensen. <laughs> no one should like Hayden <laughs> I feel like he'll get, like, some weird revitalization. Like, out of nowhere, Hayden Christensen's going to just drop some Oscar, no, <laughs> Oscar buzz movies. I saw recently, I was in Target, and there's this movie on the shelf called American Heist. I never saw it, never heard of it, and he's, in it. he's got the leading credit on it. He was on the cover. I'm like, oh my god! I was he in the movie Takers or uh, Jumper? No, Jump. Yeah, I know Jumper, but there's a. Who else was in American Heist? Um, I Chris Brown. Recall. I don't recall to be honest. There was one movie where it's I think it's it's a, it's a heist film, but I think it might be a different one where he's not the main lead, but he's in that like group, like that Ocean's Eleven esque group. Wait, how do we get to him, Christian? Oh yeah, Jake Taylor. through Jake Lloyd. Jake Lloyd. Jake Lloyd. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, the, the antagonist for uh, Jingle All the Way, you can't get much better than Phil Hartman. Yeah, Phil Hartman is comical. R.I.P., by the way. Yeah, yeah, that was so sad. He was one of the best SNL cast members. I, I've only He's only been in a few actual film roles. Small Soldiers was his last role. Small Soldiers. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, he Shit. played the annoying neighbor. And another annoying yeah, neighbor. He's always the annoying neighbor. But he was so great. I love him so much. Yeah. And yeah, it's a shame. Troy McClure, Lionel Hutz. He was um, Zap Brannigan in Futurama. He was originally. Oh, wow. That was originally his. They made that role for him. Wow, then he died, and then they that. got the other guy to do it. Wow. The other guy did a great job. Yeah. But Zap Brannigan was originally Phil Harmon, which you could totally Phil see. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, Zap, yeah, Zap Brannigan. What was his name? Sorry. Lionel Hutz. Lionel Hutz. Yeah. Troy McClure. Troy McClure. Troy McClure, yeah. <laughs> and they did uh, Planet of the Apes, the musical. Oh, right. <laughs> Some of my favorite Phil Hartman quotes as Ted in Jingle All the Way. Um, Arnold's on the phone from a phone booth and he's like, I need to talk to Liz. And then Phil Hartman's like, I think she's in the shower, How You want me to go check? <laughs> and his face just lights up. And then, and then he's like, or later on, after Liz gets mad at Arnold for trying to steal the Turbo Man doll from uh, Ted's house. Yeah. And, uh, Ted says to him, he turns around and he says to Arnold before he leaves, you can't bench press your way out of this one. Damn. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> Phil Hartman spitting hot fire. <laughs> and then he asks, when he's, he's in the car with uh, Liz, and he's like, would you like some non-alcoholic eggnog? 
He's know. like really creepy. Yeah. But Phil Hartman's great no matter what. He was he was terrific in that. What else was in that movie? There's a Big Show. Big Show as one of the Santas. Me being a wrestler. The muscle. Being me being in a past wrestling fan, I was. Big Show and yeah. J- J- Jim or James Belushi, however you like to call. Yeah, him. he was also he was Santa. The, he was like the leader. The of leader. The Jingle Bells, Batman. J- Bells. Uh, Jim. <laughs> Jim Belushi. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they they had some really like at least as far as cameos go, they had some pretty legitimate recognizable people. As far as those, those names, who else? Uh, Chris Parnell. He was one of the storemen, the uh, store clerks. Oh, that was way before he became, was anything, right? Yeah, he, he might have been on SNL. I think he'd been a writer. No, he was a writer at that moment. Oh, okay. Later on. But he might have been a writer, writer for things. Because, yeah, he's, Chris Barnell's, like, always around, but... Yeah, he was the one who was laughing at our, in Arnold's face at, when he asks for a Turbo Man doll. That's right! Yeah. That's right. It's funny, the guy who plays Booster... Or who at the parade? Who's at the got parade the mask in. off? Yeah. yeah, but he uh, he voices not Lonstein on American Dad, who's uh, um, not Stan Steve's best friend. He plays the Jewish friend. Who's got, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah I know because he's the yeah he has three friends. Yeah, the Jewish kid. Yeah, that's uh, so he's the guy who's booster without the mask. Really? At the parade? Yeah. Okay, this biggest problem with that movie, while well, also the most fun part of that movie, how did the suits work? At the parade. Like, why is that a thing? Oh, like the jetpack, you mean? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> it's so weird. An actual jetpack. <laughs> okay, so yeah, at the end of the movie, he finds out, spoiler alert, that the only way to get a Turbo Man is to get on the parade and then give the Turbo Man to his son, who's at the parade, him dressed up as Turbo Man. And, yeah, but the suit is, like, fully functional. Yeah. And it was, like, it's this like weird stage the, show. Straight from the TV show or something. This is it a booster? What was the bad guy's name? Uh, Dementor. Damn, you have good memory. Damn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Dementor, the guy who played Dementor on the Turbo Man TV show, like from the in the very beginning, the commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the guy who played him, his name is Richard Mole, uh-huh. and he was the voice of Harvey Dent and Two Face on Batman the Animated Series. No way. Yeah. Wow. Richard Mole, and he was. If did you see Scary Movie Two? Yes. He played the ghost who haunted the mansion. You know, in the wheel, he does the wheelchair race. That's, <gasps> yeah. that's Richard Mole. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, oh, another, another uh, cameo appearance is Martin Mole, who plays the DJ, who says, like, oh, if you can guess the reindeer, you know, I'll have it. You can get that's how they call, called in, yeah. Yeah. So that Martin Mole, he, um, he's been in, like, he was in Mrs. Doubtfire as Sally Field's boss uh-huh. in the beginning. Yeah. He was on Roseanne as Roseanne's, I think, brother, Leon. Uh-huh. And um, he was the principal on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Okay. And he's also in Two and a Half Men. He plays a pharmacist. I never watched Two and a Half Men. Oh, but okay. I, know, I know who you're talking about. I can, yeah. I, can, I can imagine him. Yeah, so that was another another role that, like, just a recognizable supporting role. Jeez Louise. <laughs> oh, and Danny Woodburn plays the, the little person elf at the mall. Yes, I didn't remember that. Brings, yeah. Wait, wow. How do you how do you know all this? I just <laughs> I know people. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so, that's yeah. the most obscure people in It's a random assembling of people, but yeah. Wow. And Rita Wilson who plays the wife, that's Tom Hanks's wife in real life. I knew that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so they both they both produced the my big Frank Greek wedding. Which is having a sequel soon everyone be yeah. ready my oh, big yeah. fat creek wedding too is coming <laughs> and it's coming like a hurricane 
You know, one of my favorite parts of Jingle All the Way is, uh, it's not so much a part, but it's the inclusion of the Brian Setzer Orchestra, um, they, the, the song Jingle Bells, uh-huh. covered by the Brian Setzer Orchestra. Brian Setzer is one of my favorite musicians. Yeah. So uh, I just think it's cool. It was like a, a big band uh, rockabilly version of Jingle Bells. And they play it when Arnold's, you know, going through the, the Minnesota city just trying to find the doll like during a montage but wow. i always like that and the only difference is like brian Setzer does jingle bells jingle bells jingle all the way oh what fun it is to ride in a 57 chevrolet keeping it relevant yeah <laughs> keeping it classy keeping it classy <laughs> yeah i don't know that's just a little minor detail of the movie that i really like because wow. yeah I'm i know you're such a big of fan Setzer. of this movie oh <laughs> Like, yeah, no- this was this was a movie like when my friends were like we were like about eight eight between eight and ten. This was a movie we would always pass around at sleepovers and watch it like for like around Christmas time because we just we thought it was hysterical. We thought Phil Hartman was great. You know, we loved Arnold's reactions to stuff. Put that cookie down. <laughs> I don't know how. Like whose idea was it to make this movie? That's um, like how did Schwarzenegger even get the role? He was like their first choice and. Because he was so oh, big at the time, yeah. yeah I know, I like for that reason, but like he does not fit at all. No, like same with Kindergarten Cop. It's kind of like I, an I unlikely, unlikely role for. Arnold. I love Kindergarten. I love Tuma. <laughs> allegedly, Arnold got paid twenty million for this movie. Twenty million? Yeah, allegedly. I don't know if it's true. Twenty million back then? Yeah. The movie didn't even make that much, did it? Oh my god, twenty million! Twenty million back then. <laughs> Downey right now is making like. Oh, he made eight. fifty million about yeah. for Avengers. Plus and back. That was all box office, right? And no, no, but and back end. Oh, okay. It's fifty million straight up, and then back end, which <laughs> God knows how much that is. I mean, the whole concept of the movie just came about because you know it's like the the guy who produced it. It's kind of a mixture of Chris Columbus, um, or I think it was mostly Chris Columbus. Just the whole like craze of pad, cabbage back cabbage patch kids in the eighties. And then Power Rangers in the '90s, just the whole like craze for getting like toy the action, craze, yeah. yeah, the toy craze. And the director Brian Levant, he also directed Problem Child Two, the first Beethoven movie, uh-huh. and the Flintstones live action movie. I love that was, was produced by Steven Spielberg. Oh wow, <laughs> that that's, makes all, sense. that's all I know. Yeah, um, I love the Flintstones movie. That's that's another day. <laughs> um, so, I mean, he had experience in all these family type movies. Kind of off topic, not really. What was your like toy that you always wanted for one like every Christmas, but you never got? Um, well, my parents did me a solid with getting me the next mutation Ninja Turtles. Uh, they helped me fill out that whole collection. But um, there was one Christmas where all I want when I discovered Dragon Ball Z that year, all I wanted were Dragon Ball Z figures, and my mom couldn't get any. The only thing I could get Dragon Ball Z related was a calendar. But that was enough because I was like going nuts. Back then, um, the toy because it was all in Japan. Bandai. Uh, yeah, Bandai. I don't think they had many back then. Um, they definitely ha- had some of them, like because my friend, uh, he always he had so many of them. His parents got him like <laughs> they got him like maybe fifteen figures in one Christmas, oh. and uh, so, yeah. So I was like, oh, I really want them. I really want them too. But my parents couldn't get any. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, I remember I always wanted Dragon Ball Z toys, but I had like because my favorite character was Vegeta. Yeah. So I got a Vegeta. I always wanted a, a Fat Boo, because Majin <laughs> I Boo, have one. Majin Boo's I have, Well, I still have my figures for Dragon Ball Z. I love Dragon Ball Z. But uh, well, the new series sucks. Kai? The or the, oh, the new new series. It's like Super Gods. Yeah. Super. It's just called Dragon Ball Z Super. Yeah. 
It's bad. So yeah, Dragon Ball Z was your. That was yeah. That would probably be the a, toy you always yearned for. The toy that I always wanted that that one Christmas they couldn't get, but from afterwards, you know, I got. I still have a lot of action figures from that series. My yeah. What was yours? Um. When I was back into wrestling, I was really into wrestling. I always wanted wrestling toys. And uh, my family, I guess, they didn't want to spend the money for the WWE, WWF ones at the time. So they got me, like, the shitty WCW toys. <laughs> I was so mad. Like, oh, uh, what's his name? Scott, Scott, uh, oh, shit. I know who you're talking about. He was, like, the manager. I got, like, the manager's toy. Like, <laughs> the guy in the suit. And then, um, I remember I wanted Kane. I was a big fan of Kane and Undertaker. Yeah. And my mom gets me uh, Sting, which Sting is cool, but I didn't like WCW at all. Yeah. Like, I never, oh, I agree. I didn't care for WCW. It's like Star Trek and Star Wars, kind of. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. And so my mom got me like the, the, the Sting, which, I mean, in hindsight, like it's, it's such a stupid complaint. But when I was a kid, I was like really upset. Oh, no. When you're a kid, you know what you want. Yeah. And I remember they got me like this Rocket Power thing. I didn't even watch Rocket Power. Oh, yeah. I like no, that. not a fan? Not a fan of Rocket Power. I know I get a lot of flack for that. As, don't as like well you should. <laughs> I don't like Rocket Power, and I don't like Herod's Cowardly Dog. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't really watch Courage. Oh, right, good. Thank God. Oh, yeah, at the end, at the parade, there's so many recognizable actual properties that made it into the movie. Yeah? Yeah, so, like, you could see people, like, Burton and Ernie are in the parade. I don't know if you remember Paddington. Paddington Bear, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's back, he's back in town now. That's right, they, yeah, the they did a whole movie on him. And uh, there's Leonardo. Comic comic book version, comic book version, Leonardo of, nin- of the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, of the Turtles. <laughs> Turtle trashing time. Rocksteady. Oh, Gumby. And, uh, yeah, Gumby. I. You see Gumby. Love Gumby. <laughs> I love Gumby. Gumby. Gumby is Gumby is life. Yeah, pokey, I remember the Gumby show. That was a great show. Gumby's great. He. Um. I used to get the videotapes from like Hollywood Video and Blockbuster. Oh, okay. And they had, like, this weird promotion where the kids' movies, if they had a certain sticker, they were free with a rental of another movie. It was all during the summer. So I'd go, like, every other day I'd go, Kiki Brown, a movie because it's free. And I'd get all the Gumby tapes. I loved, <laughs> I loved Gumby. I had the Gumby action figure. My uncle gave it to me, my godfather, which I always, because it was so rubbery. Yeah. I kept splitting, oh, yeah. I kept splitting the legs right. on accident. So every Gumby toy I had would split from his crotch up. <laughs> They'd break because I... Break him for the crotch up. Oh my god! I go rough with my Gumby. You can put that. You can quote that. I ru- I rough my Gumby up hard. <laughs> it might take a pokey or two to succumb to all that Gumby action I got going on. And who else was there? <laughs> <laughs> back to back to the another, another one of your favorites, Snoopy. Snoopy. Yeah. Um, fun thing about Snoopy. My dad works for MetLife, or yeah, he still works for MetLife. Um, and the mascot Snoopy. Oh, so wow. for the longest time, I thought my dad like worked with Work. Snoopy, because <laughs> like I was thought it was, in hindsight it's such a weird thing that like life insurance. If you guys know what my life life insurance is, um, life insurance had Snoopy as a mascot, and I thought it was like why is Peanuts associated with it? They apparently that was one of the biggest acquisitions they had was buying the rights to use Snoopy. Oh wow! Because they th- and then all the other insurance companies thought they were crazy. I was like why why are you wasting so much money on a property yeah. like that? And guess what? It worked. <laughs> I mean, it's been doing them well so far. And now giant they have Giant Stadium. So. And Sonic uh, the Hedgehog was there? Yeah, Sonic. Voiced by? Jaleel White. Jaleel White, who is? Steve Urkel. Ah! <laughs> and I knew that. <laughs> he, um, there's a commercial with him as Urkel. Oh, really? Like Him he, in a he... car with an Urkel puppet, and it's like haunting him. 
Oh, oh, like the Urkel dummy on the yeah, show? Because yeah. they had one for Carl, too. Remember the, the evil Urkel? Robot Urkel? Robo, yeah, that was... What's his name? Robo um, Urkel? Or? Urkelbot. Urkelbot. That was, like... It's creepy. It's a family show, and he's locking Laura in a basement. <laughs> like <laughs> He's, he's going to do dirty things to Laura. That's like in Beethoven 2. Um, or both the Beethovens, but in Beethoven 2. Uh, okay, you remember when the oldest daughter, Rice, she goes to a party and uh at at, like a log cabin and the guy she has a crush on is like oh let's you know let's go up to my room let's make out they go into the room what does the guy do he locks the door and she's like freaking out you know trying to open the door and it's like it's like this is a kid's movie and oh i don't the guy locks the door she's trying she wants to get out and he's like no just stay relax a little and then beethoven saves the day but uh (laughs) Beethoven but that's stops it. date rape. <laughs> exactly. The first that, movie, folks. the first movie, Beethoven. the serious thing that happens is the girl almost drowns. Yeah, but like that's not yeah con- controversial. Right. Wow, they had date rape in. Yeah, they hinted at it. It was they were sniffing it. <laughs> ah, sniffing it. Well, speaking of serious issues, Jingle All the Way actually it wound up getting uh, being like at the center of a whole lawsuit. How so? Um, so when the movie came out in 1996, and then in 1998, this uh, company, this small company in, uh, I think it was Michigan, um, called Murray Hill Productions, or M- Murray Hill Publications, uh-huh. they sued 20th Century Fox. Murray Hill claimed that they had a movie, they bought the rights to this movie called Could This Be Christmas? Back in like 1993, Same which plot. was written by, what's it? Same plot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which was written by like some teacher from Detroit, and yeah, they said, "No, this movie Jingle All the Way it has way too many coincidences." Uh, this our movie could this be Christmas? It's about a dad who wants to go out and find a toy called Action Man, but in Jingle All the Way it's Turbo Man, and his nemesis in the movie is also an African American guy. So they were just trying to say like, "Yeah, this movie's this was our movie." <laughs> well, if they went by Action Man, then that's another lawsuit in general because. G.I. Joe's in Europe is called Action Man. Oh, wow. I did not know that. Fun fact. <laughs> yeah. Action Man. Because they don't call it G.I. Joe. Cause right. It's American. So the ruling, the jury came to a decision in 2001, uh-huh. and they, they favored Murray Hill. They said, uh, 20th Century Fox totally ripped off your movie. So they gave, they, they awarded them, Murray Hill, $19 million. The cost of getting Arnold Schwarzenegger in the first place. Yeah, exactly. But then they 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 lowered it after an appeal to one and a half million. So then in two thousand four, they uh, they Fox appealed it again, and so the Court of Appeals actually overturned the verdict, and they favored Fox. They said neither the writer or anyone at Fox could have accessed the the could this be Christmas uh, treatment or script yeah. before Jingle All the Way was even written. Nineteen million though. Yeah, they're suing for nineteen million. Nineteen million. I wonder how much money that movie made. Could have been much. I don't think it was much. Jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride. Okay, so we've done some fact checking. The movie's budget was seventy-five million. Why was that seventy-five million? Ninja Turtles. Is thirteen million dollars. Ninja Turtles was independent though. This was a studio movie. It did not need to be seventy five. I mean, I'm sure most of it probably went towards the cast. Arnold, Sinbad, Sinbad, Phil Hartman, 
Jeez, we and, did not need oh, that. Much and they money. also had to get the rights to some of those uh, properties for the parade. Um, and yeah, so the box office gross total of almost one hundred and thirty million dollars. So then they made their money back, but you had to put in count like twenty twenty point so twenty something million after that goes to uh, marketing. 20, yeah, 30 yeah, million. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What's your favorite scene? Um, my favorite scene. Got to think about this one. How about you? <laughs> favorite scene has to be either the end with the parade or when he first goes to the mall and he's looking for all the turbo men. They're all gone. And then he tracks down the woman with the fur coat. Oh, yeah. And he's like, fuck his bus, the booster. <laughs> Nobody likes you, booster. <laughs> I like that. I like a lot of the scenes with Phil Hartman, to be honest. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Like, when, he, when they first introduced Phil Hartman's character, uh... Arnold comes home, it's nighttime, and Phil's on the roof, you know, putting lights up and stuff. Doing the house. Yeah. yeah, and Arnold's like, Ted, what the hell are you doing on my roof? And Ted is like, well, I looked around, and I saw you didn't have any lights on your house, so I figured, what the hey, why not spread a little Christmas cheer around the neighborhood? And Arnold's like, gee, Ted, how thoughtful. How thoughtful, Ted. <laughs> I'm going to get my son a booster, man. <laughs> terrible. I love that movie. <laughs> and then, yeah, later on, when Arnold's about to leave to go to the mall, he sees Ted with the reindeer, and uh, and Ted's like, oh, Howard, you probably want to wrap some chains around your tires. They said it's going to be a little icy. And uh, Arnold's like, maybe I should wrap some chains around you. <laughs> and Ted's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Does he punch him? Uh, Something happened. Doesn't Phil Hartman get a black eye, or is that just oh, me being uh, crazy? Liz throws a cup of eggnog in his face. Oh, yeah. Yep, and he's yep. like, well, that didn't go as well as I'd hoped. Because yeah, he was hitting on her. Yeah. In the what did he say to her? Oh, I, I don't remember. <laughs> that kid was I very... I that part out. Uh, I remember that his son being annoying. Oh, uh, uh, Phil's son? Yeah. Um, or Johnny, yeah. Johnny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The character's Johnny. Yeah. There, <laughs> speaking of things that shouldn't be in a kid's movie, um, there's a scene where... Uh, it's when they're all outside with the cow- carolers and sharing hot chocolate and stuff, and Jamie's like, your dad is so awesome to Johnny, and Johnny's like, well, to be honest, my dad wasn't like that until after my parents got divorced. And then Johnny's like, hey, maybe your parents should get divorced. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's like, he thought geez. about it, too. He was like, yeah. Yeah. That's like... It's, it's, a, a, it's, a, it's a joke. It's innocent. I thought that was an insult. It's like, t- it totally goes against everything Mrs. Doubtfire stands for, which is... <laughs> the end speech in Mrs. Doubtfire is still heartbreaking. Oh, uh, yeah, the, the judge. I can't breathe without my kids. Yeah. It's an addiction. I need <laughs> my kids. Oh! <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah, great movie. We'll have to do an episode on that. So is that your favorite holiday movie? Um, it's definitely one of, at least for our generation. But I mean... Home Alone, Home Alone 2. I don't know why everyone says Home Alone's a Christmas movie. It's not a Christmas movie. What? 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 That is not a Christmas movie. No? It's what, set then in what, Christmas. What do, you, uh, what do you think of it as? It's an action-adventure spy thriller starring the blonde-haired... Psychological thriller? Psychological <laughs> Christian Nolan Macaulay Culkin uh, thriller. <laughs> Best Christmas movie, hands down. Another Chris Columbus property. What? Chris Columbus directed Home Alone. That's right. Yeah. Did. But best Christmas movie goes to... 
Christmas Story. Oh, yeah. okay. That's the best one. I don't care what anyone says. It's funny. Like, I know it's a great movie. It's a classic. But that was one movie that, like, it was never on my favorite list. Really? Yeah. I mean, I would watch it because TBS would air it 24 hours a day. They still do. Or 24 hours on Christmas Day. And, uh, you know, my brother and I would get up and watch it before my parents got up. But uh, we would, yeah, I mean, it was just never my I love, favorite. I love, love, I have underwear. I had a, um, the, the leg the leg oh, lamp. You had the leg lamp. No, no, I had a leg lamp watch. Oh, okay. Where his the, the leg would be the the minute hand, and then like another smaller arm hand is the hour hand. Right. I love that. And it said it's fragile. It must be Italian. Yeah, though. that is a classic line. Darren McEvan was the dad. He was in Billy great, Madison. Great guy. Yeah, the kid who played Ralphie. The name is not. I can't remember the name. He. <laughs> did you know that he also produced Iron Man? And he's in Iron Man as the scientist who uh, Obadiah Stane yells at, like when to- when he's like Tony, Tony Stark came up. He's with like, this. "Well, I'm sorry, sir. I'm not Tony Stark." Yeah, that's Ralphie. Yeah, holy shit! He's like best friends with Vince Vaughn and, and John, John Favreau. Favreau. Yeah, who directed it. So he helped he helped front some of the money for Iron Man. Wow. Yeah. That yeah, that line. Of, I'm sorry, sir. I'm not Tony Stark. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that was him, but I yeah. know exactly what you're talking about. Tony Stark built this in a cave mm-hmm. with a box of scrap. Yeah. <laughs> Love that line. <laughs> yeah, it's a great line. Wow. Okay. All right. Did you know that they, uh, the people who owned, or it might have been the town, um, the Christmas Story house, they actually completely renovated the house. Yeah, to make to it look the, like yep. old 50s style. Yep, so yep, now yep. it's a huge tourist attraction. Yeah. I would go. Yeah. I would go and see the radiator. And if they had the turkey on the table with all the dogs mauling at it, <laughs> the leg, leg lamp has to be there. Like, yeah. that's the, oh, right in the window. The stairs where he had the bunny suit. <laughs> so good. I would wear that bunny suit. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else for doing all the way? Um, did you ever notice in the beginning when Jamie's at his karate uh, like demonstration thing, he, his belt color changes like drastically? No. I forget what it specifically is. Continuity error? No, it's not a continuity error. It's just like an error of like, it's like from like yellow to like, I want to say like. Brown. Brown or something, yeah. Brown's pretty high up, Or right? blue to brown, something, yeah. Weird. It's funny when Arnold sees the belt, like, this is it. <laughs> this is really cool. This is, you're doing a good boy, he, like, good puts, job. Like, <laughs> How do you put it on like this? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, another another. This is a scene that you would not see at all in any, in any like kind of movie today. Is uh, when Myron says, "Myron, the police come in to invade the police station." And Myron's like, "This is an explosive." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah that won't package. fly. Yeah, no, that would that not. That will not fly. I can't. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> this day and age, no. If you say bomb on a plane, you're you're gonna be immediately interrogated and probably on the no fly list for a long time. Probably, with the way things are going now, probably forever. Yeah, every security would have your picture up. Uh, we're getting in dark territory. We are. <laughs> um, yeah, no, yeah. That would not fly. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> Get it? Because it's a plane. So, yeah, you want to wrap up? <laughs> wrap up these Christmas presents. Oh! hey Yeah, we'll keep it, we'll keep it short today, because I know everyone's getting ready for the holidays. Oh, is that, is that Santa? Oh, I think. <laughs> Do you those those jingle jingle bells? Jingle.
Ching, 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 ching. Oh, it's Jingle Ball. Ching, 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 ching. Oh, it's Santa. Oh, oh, oh. How did you guys do today? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Good. I was listening on the Santa radio. Internet radio. <laughs> you see us Santa. when we're sleeping. I know when you're awake, Greg. You've been very naughty. So I'm getting cold this year. Mm. <laughs> Two bags of cold, Greg. <laughs> Santa, stop. Santa, you're being weird. I'm not being weird. <laughs> Want me to sit on your lap, Santa? Ho, 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 ho. Mrs. Claus hasn't done that in the longest time. <laughs> this is our Crossing the Streams Christmas special. Here with Jason Redlitz, I'm Greg Gonski. I'm Jason Redlitz, like he just said. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> that's me. And, and we had Santa, so that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Special guest appearance by Santa Claus. Don't trust him. <laughs> All right, guys. I hope you had a good one. Happy holidays. Yes, happy, happy Hanukkah, ha- Merry Christmas, happy, happy Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa, and happy Festivus for the rest of us. Yes, most importantly. Cheers. Oh, the Hey Arnold Christmas special, I was a fan oh, of Oh, yeah. Johnny Bravo Christmas special with da- Donny Osmond. Right. <laughs> oh, I love that one. Right, the Hey Arnold Christmas one, that was the one where he gets Mr. Quinn's daughter. Yeah, and the shoes. And then yeah. The hell go with the shoes. Right. Yep. So, yeah. Oh, that's a great episode. It's always It always aired on Nickelodeon. Yeah, they, oh, um, they always, yeah. I need to watch it. Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. I'll, one of the Christmas special I hate is uh, Grandma Got Ran Over by Reindeer. They, made a, they made a full-length animated movie on it, and it's shit beyond shit beyond <laughs> shit. I hate it so much. I really hate it. 
Other than that. I haven't seen that. Yeah. Because what do you do after that? It's like she's suing Santa because she got run over by a rain. So stupid. I'm sorry. I hate that. The new Spider-Man movie is quote-unquote going to be a John Hughes. Yeah, because it's like the teenage whole like. I'm very excited. Like Sixteen Candles, Breakfast Club. I'm so excited for that. Uh, we're we're getting off tangent. Tom Holland. <laughs> Tom Holland. I'm uber duper excited for the new Spider Man, but that's not Christmassy. Yeah, I thought it was so. weird that they tried to make Iron Man three a Christmas movie. That's because Shane Black did it, and Shane yeah. Black for some reason loves Christmas time in his movies. <laughs> Almost all his movies are, because he wrote Die Hard. Oh okay. So I was in the Christmas. Oh wow. You can consider Die Hard a die Christmas hard, movie. Die Hard, yeah. <laughs> I consider Die Hard more of a Christmas movie than Home Alone. <laughs> Um. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Shane Black. He has Christmas in his movies a lot. He only did two. He only did Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. He did Iron Man, and he did something else. But they're all set in Christmas time. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was weird. I tried watching. I it. I did to watch it. Everyone oh, loves okay. it. You have to and a new movie is coming out with um, Ryan Gosling and uh, Russell Crowe. Oh, okay. Which name? Their names are escaping. It's like the seventies, like detective story about like a girl. They're finding a missing girl and also a dead stripper, and somehow they're correlated. <laughs> it's it looks funny. That's funny. Interesting. I think it'll probably be set in Christmas. Yeah. 